Welcome to Digital Marketing Made Simple. If you're a small business owner or entrepreneur seeking advice on creating a profitable online business, look no further than your host, Jenny Lyon, founder of Jenny Lyon Digital Marketing and Virtual Assistant Services, award-winning writer and 20-year digital marketing expert. For many people, creating a profitable online business is the dream, yet they struggle and they don't have to. Each week, we'll share some of our best digital marketing tips, practices, and strategies to get you optimal results. We'll also chat with experts and share our favorite small business success stories. Together, we're going to strengthen every area of your online business from content creation, social media, and email marketing to online courses, webinars, product launches, and more. I hope you find this podcast both empowering and inspirational. Now, let's get started moving your business to the next level. Hello and welcome to the Digital Marketing Made Simple podcast. I'm your host, Jenny Lyon. Today, I'm excited to talk to you about one of my favorite types of projects, webinars. I'm excited to share my favorite ways to attract your audience with a webinar, and I have a couple of free workbooks too. So recently, I've been creating a lot of different types of content that allow me to get closer to my audience. I don't just want you to read my words, but I want you to be able to hear my voice, and I believe that this will create a stronger connection with you. Is it working? To get started, I've obviously picked podcasting. It's a fantastic way to get your name and content out there, but it's also entirely audio with no visuals at all. Excellent if your audience is going to go out for a walk or run some errands, but less so if you need to communicate complex ideas that require a visual of some kind. Something on the internet, like maybe a virtual seminar, a seminar on the web, a seminar on the internet. Oh, a webinar. (laughs) Have you ever attended a webinar? In short, webinars are basically online seminars. While organizing an in-person seminar involves an incredible number of logistics, like booking a venue, other speakers, airfare to get there, accommodations, creating a webinar is a much more accessible venture both for you and your audience. After all, to present a webinar, all you need is a great quality microphone, a web camera, a computer, and a ton of prep. And to attend a webinar, all you really need is a computer, but it does help if you have a cup of tea and a cozy blanket too. So do you wanna know one of the biggest problems for new small business owners and entrepreneurs? It's being seen as an expert in their field. The longer that you're in business, the more credibility you build. Thankfully, there's a great shortcut to build your reputation as an expert online, and that's through content creation. And one of the best ways to build that reputation is by presenting a webinar. In a webinar, potential clients will be able to see you in person, who you are and what you can do for them. They can ask you questions about your services and it gives them a chance to see that you're an expert. Plus, They also get to know you personally, which is fun as well. So there are some pros and cons of a webinar, but spoiler alert, the pros far outweigh the cons. So as I mentioned, the biggest pro of presenting a webinar is that it shows you as an expert in your field. Even if someone doesn't sign up for the webinar, just the fact that you can present one reflects positively on you. They'll think to themselves, well, she must know what she's doing if she's gonna get on and talk about it live for an hour. (laughs) Another hit in the pro column for webinars 
is that it can live on long after you've given it. So have you ever heard that old phrase, nothing ever dies on the internet? Well, that goes double for valuable content, like webinars. While there is a chance that you might present your first webinar to a limited audience, you can extend its shelf life by recording the whole thing and then using it elsewhere. You can post it to YouTube, you could pull it together and package it for an opt-in that you could send out to your email list. And with the right marketing, a webinar that you initially presented to 20 people could rapidly grow to hundreds of views. If these people like what they see, they may want to personally get involved in the future webinar, helping you gain momentum. And if you present your first webinar to 20 people and retain even 20% of that audience, then there's a good chance you'll be presenting to an even larger audience at your next one. Oh yeah, and once you get really good at webinars, you can record and then set the whole thing up as an ever webinar. That's right, an evergreen webinar. That way you can constantly be bringing in new leads. Now that's a great lead magnet. So once you decide you wanna dig in and create a webinar, the best place to start when deciding to create that webinar is to attend a few yourself. If you wanna figure out what kind of webinar topics work best to connect with an audience, you should try signing up for a few of them first. There are plenty of free webinars out there and some of them likely apply to your industry already. So just watching and learning the format can be super educational. I've worked on, well, hundreds. Gosh, I don't even know how many webinars that I've worked on over the years. And so if you would like to see some samples, please shoot me a message and I'll be happy to help. So then the second step is you really need to choose a high converting webinar topic. So you want to build your webinar around a topic that's sure to boost signups and sales. So when choosing that webinar topic, you want to start with the benefits of your webinar. What's in it for your audience? Why should they show up? You need a great topic that'll hook your audience and reel them in. It should be relevant to a need that your audience has right now actionable so they can get an immediate small win, but also irresistible. It needs to be something that they see and they have to sign up for immediately. And if you aren't sure what topic's going to bring your audience in, then check to see what's already popular with your customer base. So a terrific resource for this is your website. If you look into your blog analytics, you can really see which topics get the most views and engagement and you can do the same for social media. And I always say if there's particular questions that your prospects or your clients ask you over and over again, that's probably gonna be a great topic for a webinar. Once you know what kind of webinar content your audience craves, then you can pick a topic that's likely to score a high level of engagement with them. So then the third step is you need to give your webinar a catchy title. So when you create a piece of content, whether it's a webinar, a blog post, an opt-in, the title is your guiding light. While you're creating your webinar, you always want to refer back to the title to make sure that you're on topic. You can go off on tangents, of course, but you want to relate them back to the overall subject matter and then quickly get back on course. A webinar isn't like an online course where you should deeply delve into a number of different points. It really needs to have a rock solid focus. Your title needs to do more than just say what your webinar is about. It needs to be eye catching. So for example, if the title of your webinar is 
growing your resume business, well, people might be like, okay. But if the webinar is titled something like how to triple your resume writing business in less than one year while working part-time, well, this will garner much more attention and interest from potential clients. The next step is to start researching, writing, and creating your slide deck. So if you're going to present a webinar, you really should research your topic a little bit more. Even if you're already an expert in your field on this particular subject, it always pays to make sure you have some resources on hand, just in case someone asks for them. Research can be a pain, <laughs> it definitely can. And if you need help with that, that's something that we do for our clients a lot. You know, we use our services to sift through everything, you know, can save our clients countless hours. And then we take all of that research to pull it all together to narrow down the topic. So there are two schools of thought on writing a script for your webinar. So some people like to wing it, you know, they'll get a list of talking points, usually in bullet form, and then deliver the webinar off the top of their head. So they may know what they're going to say, but they don't really plan it ahead of time. This strategy can really work for people who are really great at performing or teaching, but it can be challenging for someone who isn't used to getting up and talking in front of people like me. <laughs> so the other method, and it's the one that I prefer, is to write out a full script for the webinar. It enables you to make sure that you're not going to miss a single point. It keeps you on track and it also helps calm your nerves. And writing out a script, it can be time consuming again, but necessary if you wanna make sure that your presentation goes off without a hitch. In fact, in my opinion, there's only one thing that's more important than your script, and that's your slide deck. So I've worked on hundreds of webinars for my clients over the years, and every one of them has been different. One thing I can tell you from experience though, is the most successful webinars were the ones with the most polished visual component. So webinars with slides that aren't engaging, you know, they just don't perform as well, you know, but webinars that have professionally designed slides with, you know, graphics that pop and, you know, different interesting font choices that really keep your audience glued to the screen, that really helps communicate your message. And I don't know about you, but I definitely prefer a captive audience over one that's multitasking or, you know, doing something else. <laughs> so. While designing a webinar, it isn't just a matter of creating those individual slides. You want your entire presentation to be very cohesive. You know, you want it to transition from one slide to the next very easily. You don't want one slide that has a beach theme and then the next slide's completely different. You know, you don't want the slides to be visually jarring in any way to your audience. Um, and my number one secret about slide decks is more is better. And by more, I mean more slides. I always recommend to my clients have at least one slide per minute, if not more. Changing slides on a quick basis really does keep your audience engaged. And speaking of engagement, you want to make sure that you have some slides in there that get your audience engaged as well, asking questions, raise your hand, do polls, and of course, you really want to, you want all of your slides to really pop with the graphics. More graphic, less text. You can talk. <laughs> so then we move into the fun part, how to fill up the webinar. 
So I found over the years that Facebook ads really will be the best way to fill your webinar seats with people who are generally interested in what you have to offer. But that's a whole other podcast for a whole other day. <laughs> but there are a lot of free techniques you can use to fill the webinar seats. So I always recommend by inviting your existing email list, you know, you'll want to invite them early and even send a few reminders for those who don't sign up initially. And when it comes to your email invite, you want to remember to craft a really catchy subject line that will not only entice them to open the email, but then to take that next step to click the registration link as well. And another tip is to update all of your social media. So update your social media covers, your social media posts, um, your Instagram stories, do a Facebook Live, you know, anything that you can do to get the word out about your webinar. And then we move into presenting the webinar. So one of the biggest challenges facing most small business owners when presenting their first webinar is stage fright. I get it. I, I completely understand. And if you don't believe me, <laughs> well, when was the last time you had hundreds of people that were giving you 100% of their attention, hanging on every word? <laughs> Are you nervous now? <laughs> don't worry. That is supernatural. No problem there. I mean, stage fright is even a problem for experienced public speakers and actors. I, I read one time that Donny Osmond used to suffer from stage fright so bad that he'd get panic attacks on stage while performing Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. So if he can get over it, then we can too. <laughs> and even though you won't be getting up in front of people to speak per se, you know, hosting a webinar can trigger all those same fears and insecurities as an in-person presentation would. You know, you might worry that you're going to forget your talking points or that your voice will sound weird, but Let's tackle that right off the bat. We will have you a script, <laughs> a really great script. Think of it like a cheat sheet, you know, with your slides so that you won't feel panicky at all. And if you're feeling insecure about how you sound, then you should know that nobody likes the way they sound when they're recorded. The voice that we hear inside of our head is not the same voice that everybody else hears. <laughs> so trust me, listening to my own podcast freaks me out. I'm like, I hear my husband or my son listening to it and I'll be like, who is that? That's not me. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like that at all. But you get used to it. Once you record yourself regularly and you know, eventually you get over it. <laughs> so, so then the next step is you really wanna make sure that you have tech support the day of your webinar. So. The key is to make sure that nothing goes wrong during your webinar by confirming that everything works before your webinar. So this includes confirming that everything works, that you know how the webinar software works, your lighting, your mic, you know, your everything, your camera. You really need to run through the entire webinar a couple of times. I do this with almost all of my clients where we'll run through the whole thing a couple of times pretend that it's live. That way we can see if there's any type of glitches, lighting needs to be changed, whatever it is. And it also helps to kind of get warmed up before the webinar even starts. And even with proper preparation, things can go wrong. I always tell my clients, you know, to introduce me at the beginning of the webinar, give my name, phone number, email address. And if anyone in the audience has any type of technical difficulty, to have them reach out to me rather than to my client live on a webinar that they can't see the slides or they can't hear. 
And of course, I'm there too as backup if for some reason something happens on the client's end where, you know, they lose their slide deck or something. That way I can jump in and take over if need be. So once you presented your first webinar, well, now what? Well, if it was your very first webinar, then the chances are that you made some mistakes. And that's a good thing. Mistakes are how you improve and become better. By learning the lessons from the experience, then the next time your webinar will be even more successful. So first lay out the big general questions. You know, what worked? What didn't work? Is there something that you knew you could have done better? Is there something that surprised you that it went so well? How could you have improved? How could you have closed the cell better? How was your call to action? And another fun way is to follow up with your audience with a survey just to see what their experience was like. It's really valuable to get some information back from them and what they thought of the overall experience. As an extra incentive, you can even include an extra free download just to entice them to leave you a survey. <laughs> so you've put so much effort and money into your webinar. So now what do you do with it? Well, you can repurpose it. Unlike when your webinar was live, now you can cut out any awkward moments or technical difficulty. You can edit it any way that you want. And then you can reuse that material in a host of different ways. I mean, you could create an ebook. You could transform it into a workbook. Use it as an opt-in. You know, you can cut pieces apart and use it wherever you want. You could create a series of blog posts or different content for social media. The possibilities are endless. So what did we learn today about webinars? Well, first off, a webinar, it's an online seminar. It's all in the name. You want your webinar to position you as an expert in your field. Webinars can deepen the connection between you and your audience. You can reuse webinars as content in the future. You should watch a few webinars before you decide to create your own. You want to choose the right topic and the right name. Research and writing yourself a script are super important. You want to make your slide deck as compelling as possible. You want to rely on your script to calm your nerves when presenting. You want someone else, like a virtual assistant, to run the tech. And then at the end, you want to reflect on the experience, get feedback from your customers, and then spin that webinar off into a lot of different types of content. So if this has got you interested in creating a webinar for your business, you might be thinking to yourself, great, but how do I even start? Well, I have you covered. I have not just one, but two free workbooks for you. I have a Ultimate Webinar Launch Planner. It's a workbook that basically walks you through everything you need to know to launch your first webinar. And I also have an Ultimate Step-by-Step -step Webinar Checklist for your virtual assistant. You can give this to your virtual assistant when you're running your first webinar, and they can literally check off the boxes to make sure that everything is set up properly. And of course, if you do need any help or you want samples or you have questions, feel free to reach out. I'm always happy to help. I hope that you found these tips on creating your first webinar helpful. If you like what you hear this week on the podcast, we'll come back next week. And I'd love it if you could rate and review my show. It's a huge help. You can just scroll down to the bottom, tap to rate with five stars, and then you can even write a review. And of course, if you have any requests for future podcast topics, I'd love to hear them. 
I hope that you're having a great week and I'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to click the subscribe button wherever you're listening so you never miss an episode. And while you're there, please leave a review. If you want to connect with Jenny, you can find her at JennyLyon.com or on social media. We'll see you next week for another episode of Digital Marketing Made Simple.